Hello, Agape Church and friends. Welcome in to the Building Up Podcast, episode number 104. I am David. Thank you guys for being with us today. We are looking at chapter 22 of the book of Proverbs on this episode of the podcast. Of course, we've been walking through the wise sayings, chapters 10 through 31 of the book of Proverbs on the podcast now for uh, many episodes, and hopefully you've been following along, or if not, you might consider going back and listening to some of those past episodes to help you as you are reading these chapters of Proverbs. And of course, the goal in reading Proverbs is to pursue wisdom. As God has ordained this book and these wise sayings to help us in that pursuit of wisdom and also ultimately in the pursuit of the man of wisdom, Jesus Christ himself, in whom all the wisdom of God is is found. And so, as we have said many times on the previous episodes, as we pursue wisdom to be people of wisdom where we have the character of wisdom and we are making good, wise decisions, we are pursuing being like Jesus to have his character and to make decisions the way he did uh, in a in a way of looking to, receiving, and living out the wisdom of God. So God has ordained this book and these sayings to help us in that journey. Today we're looking at chapter 22, and chapter 22 contains one of the most famous proverbs that there is. And that is verse 6 that says, Train up a child in the way he should go. And even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now, this is a very, very, very well-known proverb. It is used in countless parenting books, countless teachings on parenting, and it is a principle that has brought a lot of hope to many parents. This principle of wisdom that training up a child in the right way will have benefit to their life. At the same time, this proverb is probably a stumbling block to some parents. It is a difficulty to some parents because they have children that have grown up and have not stayed on a path of wisdom that they were trained in. So that obviously presents a lot of questions about what does this proverb mean? Can I can I trust uh, what this says? Or at the same time, it perhaps presents feelings of condemnation. Maybe I didn't train my child the right way, uh, and therefore that is why they are wandering. And so I think it's important to talk through that uh, because I do think this passage gives us, as parents, a lot of hope and a lot of motivation. But at the same time, uh, we need to remember that Proverbs are principles of wisdom. They, the type of literature that Proverbs is, wisdom literature, it, it's, it is not commands per se. It is not guaranteed promises per se, but it presents to us general wise principles. So this is the way you should live, and when you live this way, this is generally the outcome that you should expect. And this is, this is not just happenstance. This is ordained by God. God oversees his word, and he causes it to function the way he wants to. So these are, these are divine principles of wisdom that we should rely on and, and stake our lives on and give ourselves to. But we know that as we go through this life in this fallen world where there is sin and there is folly, 
uh, foolishness, and where everyone needs the gospel. We know that even with these general principles of wisdom, there are other principles at work that we also have to keep in mind. And so we, we put all that together in the context of God's gospel to really understand the helpfulness of these Proverbs, but at the same time to keep us from discouragement when that wisdom, that general principle of wisdom does not in the moment seem to be uh, making itself uh, a reality in our life. So what do we, what do we learn in verse 6 by this proverb, train up a child in the way he should go, and even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Well, the general principle is this, that it is wisdom for a parent to work in order to dedicate their children to a path of wisdom. That's really what the word there, train, means. It means to dedicate. Wise parents will seek while they can to instill in their children a dedication to wisdom. They train them up in the ways of the wise, and they warn them against the ways of foolishness. And, and that dedication, that training, it comes through instruction by giving them wise instructions, especially from God's Word. Um, I should even say primarily from God's Word that, that they should live by. They train them, they dedicate them to wisdom by setting an example for them in the way that they live. And, and even we know that we're not going to live wisdom in, in a perfect way in this life. So when we do step out of the path of wisdom, then our children should see us setting an example of repentance and confession and of trying to change our own path and our own behavior. That is an example to them of how they should live. And also, we dedicate them to wisdom or we train them in the ways of wisdom through discipline. We discipline our children in various ways. When they step out of the path of wisdom and into folly, we bring discipline just the way God brings discipline to us. And so the proverb says that wise parents will do that. And that type of dedication the proverb says, will influence a child, even when they're old, that it will make a mark on their life. It is something that they will remember and that they will come back to in their mind and in their heart. There will be, as they're growing up and as they're getting older, they will remember that teaching. So it is important. Wise parents will do this. Wise parents will work to dedicate their children to wisdom. Now, it is not a guarantee that your children will embrace that teaching. It is not a guarantee that they will always live it out because every person must ultimately choose who they will serve. Every individual must make the choice if they are going to serve God or themselves, God or man. And so the verse 6 is not this guarantee that if you do this, this is the choice that your child will make. It is a guarantee. It is a, it is a I don't know if I want to use the word guarantee there, but it is a 
promise of wisdom that somehow that will influence their lives. It is a principle that you can rely on that they will remember those things and it and it will influence them even when they're older. They'll not be able to get away from that teaching that you have instilled in them. Now, whether they embrace it and they live it and they walk it out, that responsibility falls on them. And I think that is, for us, very helpful as parents to understand what we're responsible for and what we're not. And honestly, even as children, because you know, those of us who have grown up in wise homes, those of us who have grown up with good parents, it's, it's having an understanding of what we're responsible for. So this proverb is teaching parents, you are responsible for that dedication. You are responsible to put work, effort, thought into how to dedicate your children to the ways of wisdom. But children, they're responsible to ultimately follow that dedication when they're older. And, and that is true. That's what the gospel calls us to responsibility. Those of us who did not grow up with good, wise parents who tried to instill in us wisdom, we are still responsible to follow God. And God will place people in our life to speak to us the gospel of grace that we may hear it, that we may turn from our sins, and that we may learn. And we're not going to be held responsible for teaching that we never received as a child, but we are held responsible for obedience to the gospel. But those of us who were raised up in homes with good godly parents who did their best, they weren't perfect, but they did their best in order to train us and to help us, we're responsible for those things, certainly. God has given us that grace in our lives that we had good parents who were trying to instill in us wisdom, and we are responsible to that, to follow that dedication. So this is a proverb that brings hope in in any area, um, excuse me, in any stage of life for a parent with their child. You can, when they're young, train them in hope that when they're older, they will remember that training and ultimately embrace it. And even when they're older, you can take hope that you did your responsibility, did everything that you could. And that God is able to use that which you did in order to help your children to remember. And ultimately, the prayer is embrace that wisdom for themselves. We see a few other verses in in chapter 22. Uh, For example, verse 15 says that folly or foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline drives it far from him. So again, this is just that same picture. All children are born with foolishness in their heart. They do wrong on their own. They they don't have to be taught to do wrong. They will ultimately do wrong things. And God uses the discipline of parents, that training that we were just talking about, God uses that discipline in order to help to correct and teach those children that they might not follow after that folly in their heart and that ultimately that folly would be replaced by the wisdom of God in their faith in Jesus. Now, I know we're looking at chapter 22, but I think we should skip over one chapter to chapter 23, and hopefully um, this is something that you will read, but uh, chapter 23 also talks about some of these things. Uh, So, for example, in chapter 23, verse 13 and 14, we are told, do not withhold discipline from a child, 
If you strike him with a rod, he will not die. If you strike him with the rod, you will save his soul from Sheol. So again, here we're being told that we should discipline our children. But it's very important in chapter 23, I think we can be reminded of the point of our discipline, why we do it. Verse 15 and 16 in chapter 23 says, My son, if your heart is wise, my heart too will be glad. This is a father talking to his son. My inmost being will exult when your lips speak what is right. So here's something very important for us to remember as parents. Discipline is far different than punishment. Punishment involves wrath. When you punish someone, the motivation behind that is, okay, you did this, and now, because that is wrong, now I'm going to do this to you as a circumstance and a consequence and a punishment for what you did. We, we do that in, you know, in our country, right? If you, if you kill someone, then very likely you are caught, you are tried, convicted, and you, depending on where you live, you will potentially be killed yourself. That's the punishment. That's the wrath. You did this, and now I'm doing this to you in return for what you did. That is not the motivation of a parent. The motivation of a parent is discipline. It is to train. Because the good father, the good mother says, if the heart The hearts of my children are wise. My heart will be glad. I will exult in my inmost being. I will celebrate when I see my children speaking what is right. And of course, what they speak comes from their heart. So when we see in our children's heart that they know what is right and they're doing what is right, we will celebrate that. That is the point of discipline. Parents should always consider that goal to train their children. Now, of course, there's all types of questions because Proverbs talks about striking with the rod. So there's all types of questions about what discipline looks like and, you know, do we spank? Do we, you know, use other non, um, uh, non-physical means, you know, timeouts, things of that nature. And, and I would just say this about all of that. As parents, we have to consider the goal of what we're trying to get to and we should also consider how our children respond to to that goal you know because if you're if you're using a type of discipline and it simply isn't working uh it's it's up to you as the parent to brainstorm and to get help and encouragement from other parents and learn of different methods of of discipline to try in order to bring about in your children a good response because your goal is not punishment. The goal is discipline. Uh, Being someone who just very quickly and very angrily pulls your children by the arm and begins to spank them without really any understanding from them or even from you of what you're doing and what the goal is, that's probably more wrath than it is trying to discipline, trying to motivate, trying to help your children. So. I'm not I'm not against spanking nor am I promoting it as the only form of discipline. What I am saying is parents should consider their motivation of what they're trying to do according to the proverbs and they should consider their children and what their children respond to and always keep in mind the goal 
is to see our children walking in wisdom. All right, so that's that's a lot of information um, in a short amount of time about these chapters and what Proverbs presents as parenting wisdom. I'd love to hear from you. If you have questions, please reach out to me. If you don't have my contact info, use the email at the end of the podcast, and I uh, would love to have a further conversation with you about that. Until next time, church, thank you for being with us. Grace and peace to your family. Thank you for listening to the Building Up Podcast, a ministry of Agape Church in Pinson, Alabama. If you have a question about today's podcast or would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us, buildingup at agapepinson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app.